You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So welcome to this episode of the Roxpile Rockies Report brought to you by Roxpile.com. My name is Kevin Henry, one of the co-experts on the site. Thank you for joining us for a few minutes of Rockies Talk. Uh, always honored and glad to be joined by my friend and co-expert Noah Yingling. How are you today, Noah? Pretty good. How have you been? Hey, doing all right. Been traveling a lot uh, while the Rockies have been out of town. Been trying to get some traveling out of the way myself and uh, this morning, I find myself at Denver International Airport. So if you have some background uh, flight announcements, just know that uh, that's what's going on today. But uh, the Rockies, as we know, took a flight uh, from L.A. to San Francisco last night uh, to uh, getting ready for Tuesday's three-game set against the Giants. It will be the last road series of the year for the Rockies, as well as the last NL West competition of the year for the Rockies. And Noah, I've got to get your take on the cockroach uh, outfits. Uh, you know, we put an article with the pictures up there on rockspile.com. So if you haven't seen it, make sure you do. Uh, what did you think of the cucarachas? Uh, for me personally, I, I it's very um, interesting uh, that uh, they decided <laughs> to uh, wear that. I think that's the most uh, uh, politically correct term I could use. Um, so, but, um, I know that's been one of their themes this year. Um, yeah. especially the past, uh, I don't know, month or so. Um, so I, I do get it how, uh, a cucaracha is a grinder and somebody that, uh, or something that doesn't give up and all that. Um, and also too, I get that it's a way to kind of be fun and have some yeah. clubhouse collaboration and all that for um the season that's been obviously very tough for the, the for the Rockies. Yeah. Um definitely. So in that sense I understand it and I like it. But I I mean they're cockroaches. I mean it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and I love that the exterminator went on the flight too, you know, after they've been talking about how that these are uh you know, they, they won't give up and they're not going to back down. And then they bring an exterminator on the flight as well. So I thought that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, and that, that was very good. Yes. But no, I, you know, like you said, I'm glad that the Rockies are still trying to have some fun. I'm glad that they're still trying to find some humor because, yeah, let's face it. it you know, I, I've been in the clubhouse a lot this season and I can tell you it hasn't been a real fun place. You can tell. Losing is wearing on the guys that, you know, as disappointed as we are as fans in the season, my God, times that 
a, a billion with Nolan and Charlie and Trevor and everybody else in that locker room who expected there to be a third straight October. And, and obviously there won't be. So I was glad actually to see a little bit of fun, but I was also surprised to see that there are a few folks on Twitter that weren't real happy that they were doing it. Uh, I was surprised the backlash the Rockies got by trying to have a little bit of fun, uh, despite the, the win and loss record. So, you know, Hey, I, I think you've got to do something other than just go out there and play baseball every day. You've got to at least smile every once in a while. Yeah. And I mean, especially considering how bad the team has been, you still have to keep morale up some. Yeah. And I mean, there have been some, uh, there's been some reports of, the local reporters and even national reporters like Ken Rosenthal um, yep. about how the Rockies clubhouse has been kind of not having as much fun as they should be and sometimes sure. taking things too seriously. And I mean, it doesn't, and this isn't even for baseball, just in general. I mean, yeah. Nolan Arenado, how many millions of dollars is he making? But is he actually happy right now because the Rockies are losing? No, yeah. he's probably no. not. And no. I, I can tell you, listening to some of the audio clips, he is not happy. Definitely not. But you still have to, at least for this last week or so, still be focused a little bit on 2019 and try to keep it as fun as possible. Now, next week, obviously, they aren't going to be together until February, the team. Yep. So you can more worry about 2020 and focus on individual stuff, but while you're still together as a team, you still have to keep it loose for the next week or so. You do. And, and, you know, it's not going to get any better as far as, you know, there are no more reinforcements coming. I mean, obviously Kyle Freeland uh, doing what he did the other night, I think that was a real boost for the Rockies. Uh, he's scheduled to take the mound again on Thursday uh, in San Francisco. Again, it'll probably be a very short outing. But what he did and then what Chichi Gonzalez did backing him up, you know, I think that little things like that, those silver linings, that's what this team needs this time of year because they know their record. They know they're out of the playoff chase. They know all the stuff that all of us are saying externally. So it's little things like that that they've got to look to to keep themselves going. Yeah, and I I know we've talked about this ad nauseum. And – at, at least for me, I don't think I've seen it enough. Is and hopefully we'll see some more here in the next week. And I know you had an article about it. Was seeing the younger players. Yeah. And I mean, I'd love to see a lineup where I mean, you just have you run out <coughs> Nunez catching, Fuentes at first. You've got Hampson either at second, center field, wherever. You've got Daza in there. You've got Hilliard. Yep. Uh, Tapia, even even McMahon, which he has less to prove than the others. Um, and then we're going to line up out there with that and just see how they do. Um, and we saw that a little bit over the weekend, but not as much as I would like. And I would assume not as much as you would like, as, especially no. the one for me has been Dom Nunez. I mean, yeah. Every day you're running out Walters and Butera. Now, I, and I know you've talked about this too with me. Um, I, and I think it too. Butera is going to be on the 2020 roster. Oh, I agree. Uh, whether you like it or not. Yep. Um, which 
for me, I, I, I fall into the uh, latter category rather than the former. And I don't really understand it, but I still think even if you think he's going to be on the team next year, Dom Nunez isn't even 25 yet. You, yeah. you, he still needs some time to develop at the major leagues, and really he hasn't been given a ton of time. No, and, and I think what you, what you just said right there, I, I think people really need to mark this down because you're right, barring injury, barring something unforeseen, Walters and, and uh, Butera are going to be your opening day catchers next year. I mean, just go ahead and mark that one down. Bud loves having that veteran catcher presence behind the plate. And if you look at the stats just from September alone, Dom Nunez has gotten 13 at-bats all this month. Drew Butera, 14 at-bats. You know, and then you've got, of course, Tony in there uh, with 37. So, you know, Tony obviously has taken the lead big time behind the plate as far as at-bats goes. But Butera and Nunez have really split the other at-bats. And in limited time, Butera's put out a 286 average, while Nunez has had a 154. Now, I don't read a lot into that because I think you've got to have guys with regular at-bats for them to actually get into a rhythm. And I remember, you know, way back, and this is testing your history right here, way back earlier this season when a guy by the name of Mark Reynolds was a part of the team. You know, I talked to Mark in the clubhouse, and, you know, he was lamenting how that it's really hard to get into a rhythm if you don't get but a few at-bats during the week. You know, you can do as much cage work and everything else as you want, but if you're not actually against live pitching, it makes it super tough to get into that rhythm. And, you know, and some of these other September stats that are jumping out to me, and, and I wanted to see what you thought about these as well, Noah. You know, Garrett Hampson is the leading hitter right now in September, and I'm super excited that he actually has 56 at-bats this month, and he's got a 357 average. He's got a 999 OPS. But the great thing is he's leading the National League this month with seven stolen bases. And, you know, I think that we've always talked about Hampson could be such a asset once he gets on base and then what he can do to move around the bases with his speed. And he's showing this month that given the chance, he can not only be a very viable part defensively, but offensively, again, with those regular at-bats, he can make a difference. Yeah, and also, too, I think, to be quite honest, the best asset that he has right now, is, well, if he proves that he could be a major league-type bat for the Rockies, is even if he doesn't have an everyday spot, if you give... Trevor Story a day off occasionally. Yep. If you have Hampson at second base, he can also play center field. Yep. He could also play left field. Yep. You, I mean, you could very easily not have a spot for him for a starter, and he could still probably start for five days a week because he's versatile. And that's also a problem that I think the Rockies have in general, where, um, a lot of their players are one-position players. Um, and that's why Ryan McMahon, he can play the infield positions. That's a nice asset. You've got even Tony Walters. He can play the middle infield positions, which you never see with a catcher. But um, then you've got guys like 
Hampson who can bounce around a bit. Um, so I think the versatility really helps him as well. And next year in spring, that, that, that will be a deciding factor. I mean, if it's, if one guy who's a backup infielder has the same amount for, let's say, for example, Pat Palaka, if they have the same stats, entering uh, opening day, they have the same spring training stats, Garrett Hampson's probably going to get the nod over Baleka because he can play some of the outfield positions as well. So that's that's something that I think with uh, Hampson, I mean, you're seeing him start more in center field as well. Um, I Honestly, I would love to see here in the next week, see a game or two or even more of an outfield of Daza, Hilliard, and Tapia or and then work in Hampson in there too. Work because I mean, how much do you need to see of Charlie going into next season? You 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 don't. And we I know agree. you don't need to see Ian Desmond. And so I mean, run those four guys out there in some combination. Yep, agree. And you can see what you've got heading into twenty twenty. Well, it's funny you say that because I was looking at the again the sat, the stats for September. And if you look at it, uh, just kind of going, throwing out some at-bats here for the month. Daniel Murphy, 52 at-bats this month. Ian Desmond, 48 at-bats this month. Tapia's gotten 33. Nunez has 13, as we discussed. Daza has just 14. Sam Hilliard has 38. You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of numbers in there that uh, there's no reason that moving forward, Murphy and Desmond need to be getting a lot of playing time. They just don't. And and one thing that has also jumped out to me looking at this, you know, Yonder Alonso only has 12 at-bats this month. So I think that you're also looking at a guy who's getting squeezed out, you know, as a veteran, getting squeezed out by wanting to see what the younger guys can do. But if it's happening to Yonder, it should also happen to Ian and Murphy and these other guys as well because there's only six games left in the season. What are the young guys going to do? Yeah, and I mean, it's not uh, it's one thing like for Nolan and and uh Story and Blackman cuz they're your franchise players. But I mean, why in the world is Ian Desmond still going out there every day? I I, I don't get it. Um and I mean, it's it's not like he's tearing the cover off the ball either. I mean, since August, his uh, batting average has dropped 20 points. His on-base percentage has dropped about the same amount. And his slugging percentage has dropped about the same amount. Since the beginning of August, he's hitting 202. Why is he playing? <laughs> well, <laughs> you could very easily put in younger players. And, I mean, they'll probably do at least that. But you could see, hey... If I have a guy starting 28 games and appearing in 38 games yep. and with 114 at bats in the last uh, since the beginning of August hitting 202, he's probably not part of my plan. Probably not. But, you know, it's funny how you were talking earlier about versatility of Garrett Hampson. And I had to chuckle a little bit to myself going, that's exactly why they signed Ian Desmond. That was how they sold the whole yeah. Desmond signing was how versatile he was. 
And and I do like, I will say this, I do like the Rockies' mentality that they have found guys like Hampson, like McMahon, like Walters, as you were mentioning, that can play multiple positions if needed. I do like the versatility side of things, but I also think that you've got to not only be versatile in the outfield, but you've also got to be producing at the plate to be a part of things. So, yeah. I'll take that. Or at least... I mean, if you're putting up those numbers as a pinch hitter, obviously it's harder to be a pinch hitter than it is as a regular player. Okay, I, I could probably deal with that. But considering the amount that he's being paid, unfortunately, he's getting a lot more starts rather than the younger players. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, here's here's a number for you, and I'm just going to throw out a little trivia here for you, my friend. Catch you off guard. See if you can answer this. So there are two Rockies this month, September only, that have an OPS of over 1,000. Or I should say 1,000 or over. Let's make it better that way. So what would you say were those two players? Well, I know one of them is not Hampson because he's at 99. I gave you the spoiler earlier. Um, you were listening. Good job. Um. So I would say one is Probably no one. Yeah, bing, bing. He has the highest at 1.244. And then I would either say that the second one is either Story or Black. Ooh, you know, thanks for playing, Noah, but I will give you a clue. This guy is related to Nolan Arenado. I should have thought of it, Josh Fuente. <laughs> you know, and, and again, that's a guy that it's funny because he's got 20 at-bats this, this month. So 20 at bats, but still that thousand OPS, you know, I mean, he's taking advantage of the situation whenever he's out there. Uh, you know, three homers, six RBIs, three homers and 20 at bats. That's not too bad at all. So again, I, I'm, I'm down on my knees. I'm begging into the heavens, whatever it takes. Let's see some of the kids play. And when Milwaukee comes in to Coors Field Friday, Saturday and Sunday, the last homestand of the year, the last three games of the year, the Brewers on a freaking roll right now without Christian Yelich. Let's put those guys right in the middle of a playoff type of field there at Coors because the Brewers have to keep winning to make the playoffs. Let's see what they can do in that kind of atmosphere too. Well, I don't think they're going to have to keep winning to make the playoffs <clears throat> because the oh, Cubs tell you, yeah. how bad they've been. Well, I, and you're right. <laughs> Let me back up by saying – I know they're fighting the Nationals for that home field in the wild card. So, yeah, yeah. good point. Good point. I, and I think I saw this morning yeah. the Brewers are like a 97% to make the playoffs. So, but, yeah, there will still, yeah. still be some fields there. Trust me. Absolutely there will. And knowing what happened last year uh, with the Brewers and the Rockies in the playoffs, hey. Uh, and while we're talking about the Brewers, just real quick want to mention that we will have one of our cousins on – uh, the site expert for reviewing the brew, which is the Milwaukee site. Uh, we're going to have them on for a podcast that we'll put on right before the series begins uh, to get his views on what's going on with uh, the Brewers and what to expect whenever they roll into Coors Field. Yeah, and like you said, they've got a 97.1% chance of making the playoffs. Um, and... The Cubs, I mean, uh, side note with the Cubs, I mean, they've just been Oh, my terrible. gosh, yeah. Joe, Joe Madden done in Chicago. I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, they've got a 2.6% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, it would, it would take a miracle, obviously. And, and you know, we 
You know, yeah. I, I wrote an article earlier uh, this weekend about Andy Green getting fired out of San Diego. And, and you and I talked before I put that article up there. That's going to be a pretty sweet gig, knowing what uh, they have as far as talent goes, knowing the city, uh, the stadium, all that stuff. And, you know, I know Moises Alou has kind of been linked to it already as one of the front runners. But if the Cubs get rid of Madden, don't be surprised if all of a sudden uh, he could end up in the in the NL West in San Diego. Yeah, and I mean, also, too, he used to be a coach for the Angels. So he's and San Diego's about, well, depending yep. on drive and traffic, about two hours away or so. Um, so, yeah, it's not like he's completely unfamiliar with the area either. And by the way, for the playoff odds for the Cubs, Entering last week, their chance of making the playoffs was 76.7%. Oh. Wow. Now it's at 2.6%. Wow. And from Milwaukee, entering last week, their chance was 55.2%. Now it's 97.1%. But even September 5th was their lowest. They had a 5.6% chance. And that was this month. Playoffs. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was about two and a half weeks ago. Well, I am anxious to see what happens this weekend. I'm also anxious to see what happens up at, uh, and I keep wanting to say Candlestick. I'm going old school. Uh, you know, but uh, I guess it's old school to even say AT&T now. Uh, but Oracle Park, anxious to see what happens uh, during this three-game series uh, before the Rocks come back home. Uh, so, no, any final thoughts? Well, first off, for going old school, at least get the stadium right. At oh, least go pay there you go. See, the there you SBC go. part. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, well, I mean, it's amazing oh, yeah. how many names Absolutely. they've had. And Oakland, too, they've had a ton of names. Um, but for the Giants, um, this month, they have a team ERA of 402, which means they've actually been pitching better this month. Entering the month, they had an ERA, a team ERA of 443. Um, so they're starting, uh, they're, they're pitching better. And obviously the Rockies are going to be facing their best pitcher yep. in Madison Bumgarner, um, this, uh, during the series. Um, the main thing to know for the Giants, and it'll be interesting to see how the Rockies pitch against them because it's a pitcher's park and their offense is just yeah. not good. I mean, this month, as a team, they're hitting 220. 220 with a 277 on base percentage and a 316 slugging. They have a sub 600 OPS Ooh. as a team, and they're averaging three runs a game. I mean, even if you just look at their most recent losses, I mean, they're scoring uh, in the uh, they just finished up series with Atlanta, and they scored wow. a combined two runs in the series. And I mean, I've, Atlanta's a good team. Obviously, they're going to the playoffs, and they're they won the uh, NL East. But I mean, scoring two runs in an yeah. entire series, yeah, that's a problem. So, um, as a team on uh, for the entire year, they're hitting two forty with a three oh three on base percentage. So obviously, their offense is not very good. In fact, I think the only player who's above average, um offensively for them i think it might actually be uh buster posey um no actually no he's not um of people who have played more than a hundred and 
40 games with them, it's Brandon wow. Belt, and he's got an even 100 OPS plus. Um, Mike Yastrzemski has played 100 games, and he's been their best hitter overall. Um, he's actually got a 124 OPS plus, um, which he's been a he, he's probably been the best story of the year for the Giants so far. Um, and so I'll be interested to see how the Rockies yep. pitch with um, their offense not being very good. Um, but also too, it's going to be one of the, it'll be the penultimate series that Bruce Bochy managed. That will. So that will. And I know he and Bud Black are very well. good friends. Uh, so, uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of, uh, tipping of the hat across the, the dugout there for sure. So, uh, well, Noah, always enjoy the chat. Looking forward to, uh, seeing what happens in the Giant series. And then, like I said, we're going to be back with a special podcast uh, with our friends from Milwaukee talking about uh, the Brewers coming in. And uh, that's going to be one to look forward to. So, as always, appreciate the time, man. And thanks to all of you for listening. Uh, Noah and I yep, certainly appreciate it. We uh, love to talk Rockies with you. And we don't forget, we are going to be uh, talking about this all off season. So, if there's something you want us to discuss on the podcast, hey, hit us up on Twitter at RocksPileFS. Let us know what uh, what you'd like to hear us discuss as the offseason draws near or when the offseason hits. But for now, Kevin Henry from Rockspile signing off, wishing you all a good day, and hey, go Rockies when the offseason hits. But for now, Kevin Henry. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.